hi, 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 everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Black Plus Coffee, where we talk about coffee, nothing else but coffee in this world of coffee and possibly in other worlds that we have coffee as well. Um, my name is Moses Masiu, and I'm with my co-host here, the man himself, Philip, mm. with double L. He mm-hmm. does not drink milk-based coffees, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> he drinks only black coffees. How are you, good say? Oh, man, I'm good, man. Uh, just a bit tired, but hey. <laughs> It's great to be back recording. Uh, it's been a while. We've been busy with a couple of stuff. Uh, yeah, like we've been very busy. Yeah, and uh, it, it feels good to be back. Yeah, to yeah. To be doing this. Great, great. Like uh, Instagram, it's popping as well. Uh, that's how, if you want to check what we've been up to, <laughs> uh, Instagram is a great place to see what we're doing. Uh, we had a, a cupping event a couple of weeks ago, yeah. which was absolutely amazing. Uh, we are planning on getting shirts as well. Uh, if I don't know, uh, you probably have seen some of our logo somewhere. So, but yeah, we're getting merchandise ready. Uh, so check our Instagram page, uh, Black Plus Coffee. You'll definitely see us there. Most definitely, most definitely. And thanks to everyone who's been supporting us mm. uh, thus far. Uh, thank you for your continuous feedback and you can always do that via our email address yep. blackplusscoffee at gmail.com or alternatively you can either send it to me or philip which is philip at blackplusscoffee.co.za mm-hmm. or moses at blackplusscoffee.co.za mm-hmm. we love to hear your feedback and what you think we can improve on and what we can do differently yeah aside from that say uh-huh. um excited about today we are doing africa and coffee yep <laughs> yep a very huge topic uh that we're trying to get into detail uh we are so excited about this uh i think we've spent so much time as well trying to come up with this episode <laughs> specifically and stuff that we can talk about uh but yeah we just want to appreciate african coffees not saying that we're not going to talk about uh, other coffees from South America or Central America, but we just want to focus on this. Uh, the origin of coffee, uh, how the Western world has influenced coffee, yeah. uh, how like African uh, traditions when it comes to coffee as well. So it's a very uh, proper, nice uh, topic. Uh, yeah, and I think you can do this topic over three or four episodes. Eh? You can. Uh, but just for now, we just want to touch on the surface. We're not mm. going even mm. deeper. We're not even going to do justice on this topic. Yeah. But we're just going to do surface, just a bit of the history of coffee in Africa. Um, and hopefully in other upcoming episodes, we'll be able to continue on that topic. Ah, but before we can do so, we have a voice note from uh, Sir Pilani. Mm-hmm. Let's check out the voice note and then we'll get to the topic. Awesome. So guys, I have a question. What is the history of coffee? Who discovered it? Who thought milk and sugar would be great? So what makes that perfect, perfect, perfect cup of coffee? Thanks, Pilani, for the voice note, man. We really appreciate you tuning in to our shows, uh, to our podcast, basically. Uh, thanks so much, man. Uh, and you had some good questions in there, uh, which are tightly packed. And today we just want to cover on the origins of coffee. Uh, what's the history there? 
uh, there's so much stuff uh, uh, documented and undocumented True, yeah. uh, history behind the origins and we will try to tap into that like where does coffee originate from uh, unfortunately some of the questions we don't have answers to like uh, who thought milk would be great in coffee <laughs> we, we, we really want to know who came up with that <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, we're just going to focus on the origins of coffee. And you'll see that there's some stuff, good stuff that come out of there because it touches on our topic of uh, Africa uh, and coffee as well. So let's start with that, the origin of coffee. Uh, Moses, yes, what is the history of coffee? Like, wh- like where does it, who discovered it? Where does it come from? <laughs> What's the history behind it? Uh, yep, um, uh, that's, that's an actually interesting an interesting thing. But aside from aside from all the authors and uh, the historians out there, mm. the, it is believed to have uh, there is a legend rather the legend of how do you pronounce the name? Is Kaldi? <laughs> yeah, fortunately, <laughs> we don't know Ethiopian. I don't know what language they speak. But. Yeah. 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 So okay. the the legend of I'll just say Kaldi. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing the name co- incorrectly. Yeah, who was a god heather, mm. um, and yeah, he discovered his uh, his goats to be eating from this um, ripe uh, tree, mm. f- uh, eating from the leaves, and the goats were dancing up <laughs> and down, singing with joy and happy <laughs> like we are when we have that coffee in the morning. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's how it is believed coffee to be discovered. Hence. Mm. Uh, the reference point will be say the the bad place for coffee is, is in Ethiopia. Mm. So through the legend of Kaldi, it's believed that Kaldi discovered um, the coffee uh, coffee beans when um, he was heading his goats, mm. um, and then from there it just exploded. Exploded. Yeah, there's so much history in terms of it exploding from Ethiopia. Like that's what most people are agreeing on. Are uh, that is definitely coming from Ethiopia. And then obviously the Arabs uh, took so much charge as well in terms of trade, coffee trade. And there's so much history involved in that. Like you hear people using it as a foreign exchange, uh, but we don't have, like you said, there isn't a well documented uh, step-by-step of where coffee comes from. from. But we hear stuff in the 15th century from what we read the research, like, uh, that's when like someone started to fiddle with it like they roasted it they grounded it yeah. they brewed it and that's like there was something happening yeah uh but yeah uh that's where like coffee kind of originates um and we just want to look into that like you see that there is an african influence that comes into that like Ethiopia, mm. uh how it's steeped into the culture of coffee uh, itself uh you have the, the documentary you're watching pbs yeah uh it was talking about that like how there is a ceremony Money. yeah uh, that happens in there so uh, so i think a very good question would be mm. um how has africa been when it comes to coffee sure that's oh. a good question has africa been a coffee drinking continent sure or is it is it a western thing that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I think it, Ethiopia haven't started it. Yeah. Uh, it means that definitely there was some coffee. Like I said, there is some cultural things that are involved. The ceremony where a woman uh, does the beans, uh, uh, roast them, and then she brews them. Uh, there is this yeah culture ceremony that is involved 
in uh in Ethiopia when it comes to coffee i don't know uh, uh towards other african countries like your zimbabwe or malawi or kenya but you see like when i was there in kenya i think there was so much appreciation for for coffee as well we even went to the tea uh leaves garden and it was so nice to be in that yeah. uh, space that you get to see that there is an appreciation for uh, a hot beverage for coffee as a commodity mm. so definitely i would say we've so yeah so so in 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 in, in simplicity you would say that um africa has been and still is um consuming continent coffee yeah except that it hasn't been done the way we know it today in a cappuccino form yeah 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 or yeah, in yeah. milk-based form oh yeah yeah. Yeah, like, yeah yeah it's always been like let's drink it black like a tea yeah like it's not been uh like your that's when we see the western influence like yeah. for you what have you seen how it has changed the coffee industry itself uh how what's the western influence in terms of coffee yeah I, I think for me the western influence it comes across where you see um, coffee being commercialized, ah, yes. for example, yeah. being commercialized. Me, having to grow up from South Africa, for example, um, I we are not coffee growers. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. a few farms in the Devon and stuff. Yeah, yeah. In the you see, yeah. Uh, but aside from that, you don't hear about people uh, talking about growing coffee in Bumalanga, yeah. where yeah. I come sure. from. Sure. You don't so. I think the Western influence has is been influential in a sense that you now know that there was this product or this thing called coffee mm-hmm. because from its origin from Ethiopia and having it to go throughout the the Arab world and having to go to Europe to, to yeah. Europe yeah. in a sense when it came back it was commercialized sure. you know I had the the first week for example where you now had tin canned I mean you had canned uh, coffee uh, well, I think we touched on that a bit on the second episode, <laughs> Eastern Coffee, where you had your Folgers, your Maxwell House, yeah. coffee brands, you know, bringing that coffee that, okay, now you can drink coffee, eh? there's yeah. instant coffee. So now we're like, oh, we're now aware um, that there is something called coffee yeah. that we didn't know before. Perhaps um, it was and it still is existing in the Eastern African regions, your Ethiopia, your Kenya, your Tanzania there. Yeah. It is, but I think for us guys in the south, <laughs> it was, it was, it was not there. Yeah, our climate as well just doesn't play a usual in us growing coffee. I think once you grow coffee, there's a huge appreciation for it as well that you you are involved in the culture of doing it. Yeah. But yeah, first wave, it's a very like you have these three waves. Moses will explain most of them <laughs> i'll help him he's putting me on the spot <laughs> but he like we're gonna get into those waves he's gotten into the first wave where coffee is canned uh it's com- commercialized mm. uh, it's not it's a great coffee nah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which spectrum you like <laughs> it depends on which spectrum you're looking at it from but it's basically not um your quality good cup as we know it today yeah. you know it's just there's this thing called coffee that you get to drink in the morning. It gives you a uh, caffeine kick. You know, you can do stuff and you appreciate the hot beverage. But um, we are not uh, specializing in it. Specialty, yeah. you understand. Yeah. So it's just canned and in the introduction of coffee. Now everyone knows that there is coffee. You can consume coffee at home. You can yeah. consume coffee in the office space. Yeah. And, and it's just that. And then what's the second wave? You said that three of yeah. them, right? Yeah. What's the second wave? Ooh, ooh. 
second wave is quite interesting as well i think that's where you have mm. um starbucks yeah, leading the forefront true. you also have um pete's company which is um owned by alfred pete mm. <laughs> that's his name uh whereby now um there is that interaction between um, a consumer mm. and a barista where sure. now um, you're slightly moving away from home you're no longer consuming coffee mm. tinned coffee like you would before at home mm. but now you're consuming coffee outside of your home you're going into a coffee shop and mm. I think that's where Starbucks played a really fundamental role in doing so because they introduced us to that cafe experience that oh it's cool man to go outside and just <laughs> sit there you know with your sure. PC and, and, sure. and be doing your work while drinking a, a good cup of coffee yeah. so that was the second wave it was starbucks pioneering that in the forefront is it is it still good coffee <laughs> you just said good coffee <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> i feel like he's trying to trap me to say it's bad coffee <laughs> we like in understanding waves like the reason why there is a wave there yeah. must have been an influence like is it good coffee yeah. is it not good coffee so yeah yeah that's what i want for, for the time to, yeah, yeah to understand yeah, like cool. even audience want yeah. to understand it yeah no for for the time um, where it was just uh, pioneering through, it was it was good coffee yeah. for the guys who were in that dispensation because they didn't know anything now beyond beyond that. Yeah. You yeah. get my point. Yeah. So yeah, I think Starbucks and 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 Pete's company, for example, coffee, they played a huge role in in making sure that they are getting a consumer um, from home and going into a coffee shop, mm. into a coffee space, and interacting with the barista and and having. Um, these coffee drinks now where Starbucks introduced mm. your fraps, your frappuccinos, yeah. your lattes, your cappuccinos and stuff like that. You know, yeah. so that's when at least we knew about that there's something called a cappuccino. Oh, in the first wave it was not there. True. And true. in the second wave that's where we knew that there's a latte, there's a cappuccino. Yeah. Where does uh Seattle? I know most people like we tend to know Seattle as well. It's one of yeah. the major coffee yeah. businesses as well uh yeah. following starbucks like I, i'm assuming yeah. that's what most people would know uh where does it fall though like uh is it a uh, yeah. uh se- is, is it under the second wave as well or yeah it, it was yeah. actually the founder yeah. oh i think i forgot the name is it scott scott and um anyway i forgot the name yeah. uh, so the guys the they moved uh from from um seattle mm. in the us and they went to to the uk mm. so they wanted to experience the same starbucks experience yeah. and, and stuff like that but they couldn't find so they decided to open the coffee shop um so they called it uh, the seattle uh, coffee company because mm-hmm. they were from seattle where starbucks sure. was booming in the time and wanted to bring the yeah. same experience to the uk and they couldn't find one so they decided to open their own um coffee shop uh see that's how seattle coffee company came in to be mm. yeah um, and then from there later on starbucks bought back shares <laughs> from the guys uh but then through a franchise that's why we have um seattle still existing mm. within south africa but mm. that's another topic yeah. on its own yeah. but yeah seattle as well it was it was also in the forefront i would say in the south african context at yeah. least it was one of those coffee shops that were there together with Vida E, yeah. pioneering yeah. the second wave. So I would say, yeah. Um, so yeah, they did play a huge role. They sure. did because now we know that there is cappuccino. Oh, true. Through them, true. so big ups to those guys, eh? Mm, and like you said, there's a huge culture as well where they're bringing people to the cafe. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice. You are able to interact. It's with a your new barista. experience. It's, yeah, it's different uh, compared to the first wave. 
Now let's talk about the last wave. Uh, for now, <laughs> uh, what, what's the third yeah, wave? What's it all about? This one is so exciting. Oh, really? <laughs> this one is so exciting. Oh, I, I think for me, this one it's about um, connoisseurs. I, I would mm. say. I know there are a lot of definitions. Big there. French word right there. <laughs> <laughs> this one is for guys who appreciate coffee. Sure. Not just coffee, but specialty coffee. Mm. So now you're moving from a point where you're just consuming coffee, but now you're coming to an understanding mm. of where the coffee comes from. Sure. What we're talking about in the last episode: sure. uh, traceability, sure. transparency. Mm. Where how is it the coffee grown? Um, sure. Yeah. What was the processing? Sure. Um, who was the farmer involved in all those things? Mm. So now you, you're moving from a space where a consumer is just drinking coffee, not mm. knowing where it comes from. They don't care. But moving to a point where now they, they care. They want to know where it comes from. How was it grown? Uh, they want to know the flavor profiles. Sure. And, and sure. all these things. We are moving to a spectrum where you're moving into lighter uh, roast, medium, yeah, medium roast. Yeah. Whereas in the second wave, it was mainly darker. Yeah. I believe perhaps there were some coffee shops then who were making medium or lighter yeah. roasted, but it was not the the thing. The thing. Yeah. So now you have that. So now these these um these specialty, you know, sure. people specialize in. They pride themselves in in doing so in in showing the steps and the processes behind the cup that you get. Mm. And this is where we find ourselves to be in, I, I think, um, in this day and age. Yeah. And if you want to know what specialty coffee is, is uh, please do check our third episode, uh, which was how what makes specialty coffee special. Special, So yep. if uh, you want to know more about what specialty coffee is, please do tune in, uh, tune in to that uh, episode. Uh, it's good, it's packed, and it's excellent. Uh, so those are the waves, three yep. waves. Uh, that we've talked about if you have any questions or you need clarity yeah. like you said moses uh, said you should get in touch we would uh definitely like to explain more yeah. if you have any questions cool. now let's answer the thick of things as well about where in south africa are we in terms of those waves where do we as a coffee industry itself yeah. where where are we placing ourselves into those waves are we still on the first wave are we on the second wave or are on are we on the third waves uh from you like what from your experiences like maybe going to a coffee shop or from back at home uh or wherever you have been in those spaces as you observe where do you think we are uh in terms of the coffee culture uh Whew, that's a very waves, yeah. yeah that's a very good question true I think within South Africa, we. <laughs> I think it depends where you are. Not true. Yeah. I think it depends where you are for you to say I'm in this wave. I, I think there's. I think everyone has a share in each in each wave. There are true. people who've never heard of a true. cappuccino. Not true. So we'd say, first wave. Um, there are people obviously who've, who've came to live in urban areas and towns and cities. They have access to coffee shops mm. and. And, and, and all that and mm. we can say some of those people they will still say fall under the second wave yeah. because they quite frankly just drink coffee and, yeah. and then it's fine you know and then you've got I think within South Africa it's growing though but you've got a, just a small market mm. where you say guys really um, fall under this specialty mm. coffee um, mm. circle or the yeah. third wave yeah. you know where people appreciate um 
coffee yeah. where coffee is taken into another yeah. level altogether an exciting level <laughs> an exciting level yeah. where you have the likes of philip here <laughs> making sure about brew ratios about french press mm. you know chemex and and all those things and mm. some people don't even know what those things are you know so i think there is um there is a share uh, fair share amount you know mm. of those wave within the south african sure. context depending where you come from or where you are at and what you are exposed to you'll most definitely be exposed to one or two mm. or three of those waves sure that's that's good that's good i agree with him i agree yeah. with him like we said it depends on where you are in the spectrum uh but i think the the third wave is an interesting yeah. interesting wave of just an appreciation of coffee uh, where it's coming from and i hope as a, the whole of sa yeah. we hopefully gonna get to that stage where there's so much appreciation for yeah. specialty coffee like you said it's a, it's a niche market it's a very small market but hopefully it will grow as well yeah. uh these are the four ir <laughs> in the in the coffee industry That's fourth it. uh industrial revolution in a sense <laughs> like how it has changed yeah. and it's interesting that you see that it starts in Africa, uh, African coffee, and that's the name of the podcast. That it starts there, like, but you see that there is a Western influence on commercializing yes, coffee. coffee. Yeah, even the waves, um, even well. the waves yeah. that fall under that. So there is so much of an impact that these two worlds play in the coffee industry, the African mm-hmm. way of doing things, traditions, and. Uh, the western way of commercializing coffee making it rebranding it rebranding it to yeah. make it more accessible and, and appealing. Uh, appealing to the consumer mm-hmm. uh now we're gonna ask uh some exciting stuff like uh actually moses is gonna ask me this <laughs> <laughs> i have to give right. me the honor give me the awesome. honor Go for philip it. with all these nice coffees that we have in mm. drink, <laughs> nice smooth yeah. Mm, citric, floral, bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which of, of these African coffees is would you say is your favorite, and from what country? Whew. Yeah, tough question to yeah. answer. Yeah. Uh, I think we have the privilege of knowing being there. Yeah, like just going there to enjoy some great coffee, and they have a, a way of bringing uh, African coffees, coffees. Oh. Uh, it, singing origins from specific origins. Which has been excellent and this year or last year this year actually i've had a privilege of trying the tanzanian coffee it was amazing uh that coffee was so not saying oh like other countries are not amazing (laughs) but having that coffee it was so amazing because it was so acidic so what means it was love lively like in the mouth you feel like it's dancing and I had that. Uh, I didn't know much about Tanzanian coffee scene. Is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So having that, it kind of gave me a perspective into what um, Tanzanian coffee is all about. And I've enjoyed it. Like uh, the time I got it, I think I finished it, it within a week or so. That was my first <laughs> time I've ever I know it takes time yeah, in, in a coffee so quickly. Yeah. So it was a really amazing. Enjoyed it on a French press plunger. And it was really amazing. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, big ups to being there. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was it was nice for you to finish a whole bag within a week. <laughs> he takes his time, people. Philip, he takes his time. I, this is a this is an art, man. Yeah. You can't rush he it. He takes his time with the beads. He takes his time. Moses, for you, what what has been the standout? Yeah. I the I think also for region. me, it will have to be um, from from being there as well. I've mm. tried from other coffee shops. 
Um, I think uh, the Ethiopian Sidamo from Ooh. Pinde, yeah, it has always been a, a timeless one. classic for me. Nice. To be quite honest, I like those floral uh, notes that come from the cup. You know, it gives you a sense of yeah. um, having a a tea-like cup. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, and true. it's so very much sweet and vibrant, vibrant acidity. So it mm. is. It is not. It is not harsh. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it a lot. So. From the time I started, without even knowing about African coffees or paying attention to <laughs> which coffee comes from where, yeah. I've I've always enjoyed Ethiopian um, Sidamo from Pinde. Really? Yeah, I have. I have. I've tried from other um, establishments. <laughs> yeah, other establishments and roasteries, good roasteries here in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, but I think Pinde uh, Sidamo stands up for me. Sure. Because of how it is, I like tea tea like you know it reminds me of el grey whenever i'm having it el grey mm. tea so it's it's quite a great coffee to have mm. um so please do try that out i know they do only african coffees yeah. which is so excellent yeah like pretty excellent just to uh be like in that space that you are it's like you're traveling to uganda or rwanda or burundi uh just by your palate and they just do amazing stuff yeah. in introducing us to African beans that we've never tasted before. So big ups to them. Big ups to them for for yeah. a, for a whole coffee roastery to only focus on African coffees. Yeah. That's it. That says a lot. <laughs> and to be successful. <laughs> and to be successful at that, it says yeah. a lot. That's so true. big ups to those guys there. If you feel mm. like you wanna try any African coffees, be in there, check them out. If you're around Jobek, visit them in Cape Town. I know they are they are there as well. Yeah. Try them out, but obviously there is online platform as well oh, yeah, <laughs> where you can order true. their beans. True, and they do a very good job. And also your local roastery, yeah, that does African coffees. Please try them out. Try them out. Yeah. And I also had a good cup, eh? mm. um, from Rosetta. Oh yeah, the yeah. Gucci. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from Ethiopia. As from well, Ethiopia yeah. as well. I think Gucci I really like, Yeah, <laughs> that was so cool. That was so nice. That oh, was so yeah. nice. I had that as well. That was so nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Good to know that we appreciate African coffees, even though when we were recording, we had some uh, coffee from guys, uh, Brenna. <laughs> but it was so excellent, and we really appreciate African coffees. Uh, and yeah, that's what this episode was dedicated to African uh, coffees and Africa itself, yeah. where it stands in terms of the coffee scene. Uh, yeah. The last question, Pilani, kind of narrowed into it's what makes a good cup of coffee and we just want to help people with practicality like at home maybe yeah. they have a french press i wish most people tend to have like how how would you what makes a good cup of coffee, coffee for yeah. you yeah at home what what do you do what makes it different from yeah. anyone else yeah cool i think i think for oh for me things have changed now mm. uh, but i think the beginning beginning for everyone else who has um, who does not brew their own coffee at home? I think the beginning step is to buy a a plunger, uh, aka French press. Yeah. You can get it anywhere. If you can get that and then get beans from your local roastery. Um, if you don't have a grinder or such things, just ask them to grind them for you for a plunger. They will do so. I think that's the beginning of it. That's yeah. how you come to appreciate yeah. uh, good coffees, especially African coffees as well, which are mostly floral and fruitier. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the beginning. You can you can do that. That's the way to go. That's how I started. <laughs> yeah, as well. And then I enjoyed that. And then obviously there are other brewing methods that you can tap into later on. But 
my preferred cup. I think uh, taste. I don't know what you like taste. Yeah, taste, taste and, well. and flavor. What do you expect from a cup? I think there are days where I feel like I want to make a French press, and then I make that because of the body and the mouthfeel of it. So I make that, and there are days where I'm like, Oof, I just want to enjoy my cup, and then I go for a V60. Um, so I, I think that question, <laughs> it's a it's a very simple question, yet it's difficult to answer. Yeah, what but, makes but let, let's cup? yeah, let's focus on a French press, like what. How, what would you how would you make a perfect because most people have that yeah. uh, so if you have it uh, what would you what would you require to make a good cup of coffee that you can enjoy Joy. or in uh, a French press yeah. so some a recipe yeah yeah in a sense like uh, obviously the first one is you need to get yeah uh, proper beans yeah. like proper quality yeah. beans that are grounded if you don't have a grinder uh, tell them that you are using a French press so they can properly ground them for you and then good water like people take it lightly yeah. but quality of water matters as well you don't want to drink water that's hard or that's full of minerals that you're not enjoying your cup your cup uh, warm up your cup as well <laughs> please do warm, warm up, up your, your cup, cup. Yeah. it matters so much uh, and then there's so much like we will talk about that some other time but there's a recipe as well in terms of how yeah. to make a best french press uh i've i've, I've enjoyed doing that like yep, he uh, has mastered the art i like his <laughs> recipe secret yeah. recipe yeah so we'll, we'll dip into that some other time but do check us out on instagram uh we'll maybe post an, a recipe sometime in the future uh but yeah do follow us on Instagram, uh, do check our podcast, where, uh, whatever podcast you list, like platform you listen from. Uh, do check our merchandise, which is coming soon. Uh, do contact us if you want it as well. But yeah, that's us from Black Plus that's Coffee. coffee. Uh, we love coffee. We drink coffee. We, we are Black, Black Plus, Plus coffee. coffee. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Man.